<laughs> Friday the 13th, the full moon, Patriots, Steeler fan to be on. going to be a good day. I know. Seriously. Friday the 13th, a Steelers fan on a Patriots podcast talking about Antonio Brown. <laughs> this is exactly why I can't be on the fucking radio. <laughs> So anyway, folks, welcome to another edition of Friday on Slightly Biased. Here with me today, I think, is the only Steelers fan that I'll ever get along with. Uh, my buddy Paul on the Great Gambling Riders over at Overtime Heroics. What's going on tonight, buddy? Oh, not too much. Just uh, sitting here waiting for these college games to start, see what's going on tonight, and get into the weekend. Yeah, I hear that. So what's going on uh, with college games tonight? Who's on? Uh, we got uh, Washington State and Houston. I don't ever miss a chance to see Mike Leach. That he's a Absolutely. crazy fucking guy. That guy is. I love that guy. Absolutely. All right. So, um. Anyways, yeah. So our first big topic of the night is the obvious topic that I've been waiting all week to cover. And I'm glad I did because Adam Schefter broke me more news this morning that Antonio Brown will, in fact, be suiting up for the New England Patriots on Sunday against the Dolphins. Farewell, Miami. Uh, what, what are your takes on this whole situation, Paul? I know it's a little different for you being a Steelers fan. Well, you know, I think some of you listeners will be surprised that, you know, I love Antonio Brown, the wide receiver. great for Pittsburgh. I'll always be a fan. You guys got a hardworking guy, great route runner, probably a future Hall of Famer. But uh, his off-the-field stuff has just been totally off the charts lately. Um, but as far as this race stuff that's going on right now, you know, I'm glad the NFL is not putting him on the exempt list because if you do that on just an accusation of some lawsuit, there's going to be a ton of these out there where – you know, oh, you don't want this guy to play this week? Here's a $100,000, say he touched you. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. And also, the precedent of, in this country, it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. It usually does not end up working that way. But I am glad that the NFL is waiting to put him on the exempt list. I, if he's guilty of what she says he is, then he should never be allowed to play football again. And he should rot in prison. Totally. But at, totally. at this moment, I do not know that he is guilty of this crime. And there are some plot holes to her story. To say the least, buddy. I mean, yeah. you, you're, you're waiting to your wedding week. You know, most women are like, you know, straight up everything in their life revolves around the wedding. But hold on, let me take a, let me take a minute to go try to get some money off uh, this NFL wide receiver from a year ago. I mean, I'm yeah, I mean, I'll downplay, downplay her accusation. I mean, if it happened, it happened, you know, but it's just, to me, the optics for her look just as terrible as supposedly the optic look for the Patriots letting him play on Sunday. Yeah, and it's, you know, I think the Patriots are standing by him. I, I think it's going a long way um, towards getting him to buy in, sort of say, to the program itself. Because um, of the fact, I, I'm actually pretty surprised by the Boston fans who took right to Twitter to defend this guy the moment after the allegations came out. I, 
I didn't want to, but reading into the story, I couldn't condemn the man. I, I didn't have it, enough. It, you know, cool. it's just the opposite here. And the funniest thing is, is, I mean, our quarterback, I mean, let's face it, Steve, if me and you's name was on that Ben Roethlisberger report, we'd be rotting in a Georgia prison right now. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah, that's a fair thing to say. And, um, it said the offseason answer. Antonio. I, as much as I'm stuck with everything that I'm finding out more about him as he buys into the Patriot way, or whatever the fuck that means, as Bill Belichick himself <laughs> says. But, uh, you know, it's insane. It's the most insane diva of all time. And as a young child, I want to do sit-ups in his fucking driveway on my fucking right, television. Right, right. Hey, the whole thing, like going back to the first day of practice, the crowd, the going to a crowd without fucking shoes on and fucking almost burning his feet off. That's why. That's why I don't think this was all like some master plot to get to the Patriots. Any guy that almost burns his entire fucking feet off, I, I refuse he can play the long con good. I refuse I refuse to <laughs> refuse Yeah the other thing too is they say, oh this was planned. Belichick was planning it with Brown the entire time. Well then why fucking Demarius Thomason to fucking him on the fucking roster for him and bring right, him back. And going back to the draft, and why are <laughs> that, you why are you taking Harry then? But, exactly. How do we kill if we're like, oh yeah, don't right. worry, we're getting Antonio Brown. Right. That's we 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 were clearly looking for a big name receiver. We clearly didn't think we were getting Antonio yeah, Brown for a song and a dance too. I mean, I think it comes down to the Patriots offering him nine million dollars. And I don't think a lot of these pussy owners were going to give him anything more than like a league minimum type deal after all the crazy shit he said. And the Patriots were the highest bidder. He was a free agent and he got his freedom. And the, well, with that, think of the reason why people are saying it might have been orchestrated is because this, the way it looks is this is where he always wanted to be, I think. Uh, I don't know if you happen to hear the – this guy records every conversation, it appears, but the phone call recording between him and Drew Rosenhaus yes. from about a year ago, and he was he was very big, very high on coming to win. He's always said he's just wanted to win. So I'm going to take him at his word, and I understand why the Steelers didn't do it. I mean, we don't want the fucking Patriots to have him. Like, you know what I mean? I, I get that. I mean yeah. – you know, uh, I mean, he wanted out, so they got him out, but not to where he wanted to go. It was what it was. Now, whatever Oakland decided to, you know, let happen, you know, that's on them. Yeah. And that's I, I've seen Patriots fans say, oh, that's bad. He betrayed him here at the beginning. They fucking shouldn't have. That would have been a horrible yeah. fucking management move. We, this this organize this franchise has been owning us for the last twenty no, years. No, no offense. No. no. Right. 
But like Brady owns the Steelers. He all he always does. Even without even when he didn't have Gronkowski. There's no way that anyone in the Steelers organization could have possibly been sitting there and being like, Yeah, after the Patriots, you know, that yeah, that's not a problem. You know, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I wish, I hope that he is the Antonio Brown that I saw for six years for you guys. Because the guy has a Hall of Fame resume going. Like, I don't want to see that, you know. I don't want to see him just throw it all away. But I don't know. I don't know if he really is. Absolutely. Like, fucked up in his head or, <coughs> or what. But, I mean, some of the stuff he says, like you said, I mean, he records all these conversations. Everything he said, like you know, it's just it's just weird. Yeah, I got I, the back is not talking to this guy over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those conversations, frozen house. They were not, not Belichick and Antonio. I would, lo- I would love to hear one of recorded with him and Belichick. I mean, that would make my year, Steve. It, it really would. <laughs> To be honest, it would, as much as it would piss me off, I would find it pretty fucking funny myself because there's no way it wouldn't be funny. Oh, he'd be like, oh, coach. Bel- Belichick should. Mumble, mumble, mumble. <laughs> yeah. Shutting down from the media the other day was perfection by Bill Belichick. That's one of the finest press conferences I've ever seen didn't, out of this didn't guy. Did you feel like there were, like, He's not going to put up with too many more weeks of that, though, as well. Yeah. <laughs> he might have these his press conferences before three <laughs> minutes are up. I, he was yeah. getting pissed the other day. These, these young kids were, like, trying to, like, give him lip, like, you know, expecting them to answer. They, you could tell they were a little younger by their voices. I don't know if they've watched him in the past the way they almost expected like this guy was going right. to give him that, an answer. That was my thing. I, I, I've heard a lot of those. I think it's perfect. It's all an act. He's like actually a really good dude, really smart, intelligent guy. And he just, he makes them reporters just go running for the razors. But those dudes were like being really, really insistent when, you know, all he's going to say is we're on Miami. Yeah. It's he's never given it, like any information like that sort of thing. That the I think the longest I've ever seen him speak was I believe he spoke for seven minutes straight after Aaron Hernandez got yeah, arrested yeah, for murder, and I think that was the longest we've ever yeah, seen Bill Belichick. He resigned from the Jets. That was a pretty that was a pretty long too. <laughs> yeah, I said coach of New York Jets. <laughs> My second quote of all time. <laughs> I love that. That word saying that you got to be fucking shitting your pants in Miami this week. They are, they're tanking. That team already looks horrible. I, I know the Ravens, uh, they look, the Ravens be better than what I was thinking they are. Uh, not, but me, oh, not tackling yeah, in the open I, field. And they were not covering the yeah, long I mean, ball. I've never seen an NFL quarterback have as much time as Lamar Jackson had to throw last week, ever, in my life. Yeah. And think about what Tom Brady is going to do to yeah, you if he has time I, I feel to like, 
I feel like they're going to hop out early. They're going to try to get Antonio one. And then I feel like they're going to try to get Sonny Michelle going this week and just get out of there with no injuries. You know, like a, like a ho-hum beat down, yeah. like, like a 35-7, something like that. Yeah. It's, I, that 19-point spread is yeah. fucking brutal for a Miami fan. It's I almost don't know if they'll cover it, though, cause just because of trash yeah. time points. We'll, we we might have our starters out I would, at halftime. I would, I would hope that Tom Brady maybe takes a series in the third quarter and they let that uh, – Jared Stidham, see you know, against some like some real game time, maybe you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I Stidham as much as I, I love Tom Brady. I that kid looks like he's got a pretty good arm, some pretty good mechanics. Uh, he might be able to, he might be able to actually be something at least happy to Tom Brady goes. I know he won't be anything near that. Yeah, that's the problem. Any any guy that takes over after Tom is going to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he. I don't know if – I don't think he could have success, honestly. I mean, because everybody's just going to keep comparing the two. But, I mean, the kid the, the kid was good at Auburn. You know, he got kind of shoved down. And, I mean, I, when the Patriots took him, I was like, that's a Patriots move. So. Yeah, I liked, I liked what I saw from him in preseason. He looks like a good little player. It might, and if Brady's willing to mentor him, then there's probably no one better in the history of the NFL for you to learn from. Right. Just wa- just watch how the guy acts like a professional. That's that's the big thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's the whole act. Uh, uh, you said this already, too, with Belichick, the, the attitude that they bring. Fact, I don't think Antonio Brown will really, like, uh, if there is a problem with his off-the-field antics, I don't think there is a player that's enough of a head case or enough of a distraction that they could tear this organization no, apart. Just cut his ass. Just yeah, absolutely. I, look at look at Randy Moss. He, there was a fucking freak of nature on the field for us for three years. He had one bad post game press conference, so the next day Belichick yep, traded right. him for a third round pick. Yep. No. Yeah. Gone later. It got rid of Kosar and fucking Cleveland. Yeah. That's why I got fired from there, but still have Tony Gonzalez actually on a Colin Cowherd show had was basically making this point. Um, you know, it's like they said, remember the Titans. Attitude reflects leadership. And the the two guys at the top in New England, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, if you're a real professional and you're a real, real football player with a real love for the game, which I think Antonio Brown is, then there's no way that you can't walk into that locker room and immediately respect them above anyone else, that, like yourself. Even you, you can't walk in there and look at Bill Belichick's eight rings in his entire career and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know more than this guy. Oh, I totally agree. And, I, and it's it's the fact that, this is why the, the Patriots have owned the Steelers. The Patriots believe in what they do. They know what they do. Every week, Belichick's going to come up with a defense. It's going to change every week. The offense is going to run those pick routes. They're going to establish the run. They're going to do what they do. The Steelers, they don't know what they want to be. They don't know if they want to be a passing team. They don't know if they want to be a running team. They don't know if they want to be a defensive team. 
I mean, in their press conference this week, Tomlin said, well, why would you throw it to Johnny Holton on third down? Well, we didn't think the Patriots would be thinking that. Yeah, no fucking shit, dummy. No one's thinking that. Throw it to, throw it to <laughs> Juju or James Washington. Like, throw it, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the Patriots brought out, you know, some fucking guy they signed off the practice squad to, you know, throw it to. No, they throw it to Julian Edelman. They throw it to James White. They throw it to Josh Gordon. And they do what they fucking do. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because that is a that is a good point about the Steelers. I've actually been thinking for the past few years is you know they have Le'Veon Bell. Oh, they're a running team. We've always been a running team. The Steelers. We're gonna pound the ball down your throat. Tough football. Then at the same time, they're like, hey, look at our wide receivers. We throw the ball too. It's like yeah, make you got to make up your mind. At some point, you do have to have an identity as a football team. I mean, I look, guess. Who's, look who gives your and, boys problems. The Ravens, like the Giants in those couple Super Bowls. Like, they they, they, they do what they do. Like, they didn't go up in there to exactly. be like, oh, we're changing everything because we're playing New England. They did what they do. Yeah, uh, the Giants, I, I hate bringing this up because the 07 was the, probably the single worst night of my entire life. The reason the Giants won that Super Bowl is because of what you just said. Because they did what they did best. That defensive line absolutely fucking tore us apart. And that's why we lost that Super Bowl in 07. That's it. Uh, Eli Manning should not have won MVP of that. Someone on that D-line should have. For sure. For sure. Totally agree there. Um... Now, I like to point to the Ravens. That's another team that's always been a actual thorn in my side of years. I've got lucky a couple times with them. I won't won't deny that. We have had a couple lucky moments beating the Ravens. We had a lucky moment. They almost knocked off that undefeated streak in the regular season. Now that I uh, start thinking about all that. Did you see uh, last night Antonio Brown over at TB12? Yeah, like I said, that's where the Patriot Way brainwashing machine is, buddy. You got to get in there. You got to. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because they've had press and everything uh, pretty set for a while before the TB12 facility came in. So I, I think Belichick has just been handing out like a fucking note sheet. <laughs> Like the fucking pop you answer fucking reporters in New England as soon as you walk in the yeah no because no, you see them I, they, I they come they come the same way I think I think that honestly like he's like I said I'm gonna take him at his word he's always just said he wants to win and now you're with the greatest quarterback of all time I mean if you're not gonna straighten up now then you're never gonna straighten up like if the Patriots cut him there's no way another team should take him. That's and this is again. It's one of Belichick's um, his famous moves. Is he takes these guys on their last ride that nobody else really wants to give the top dollar to that need a ring, and he says, "Hey, I'll give you that chance." And they come here for one year. Like this to me is similar to the Darrell Revis, except we gave Antonio Brown the twenty million dollar option at the end of the season. 
Like getting Darrell Reeves lock that we were winning it that year. Oh. I think it's just I think, God I think damn it. right now they're right now they're head and shoulders above. I, I won't say head and shoulders. Kansas City might be able to score with them, but I just feel like Belichick will come up with a scheme to to slow down Mahomes. I, I you know, and, and Andy Reid's not a good playoff coach, so I, I just no, like, no. You know, Walrus Reed is not good in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, I just feel like it, that's a huge advantage, especially if it's in Foxborough. I just, I, I don't, I don't see it. And the rest of the AFC is kind of just blah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I think your boys are. I think your boys are sixteen and zero. I see you on there all the time. Nineteen and zero. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know. What I, 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 down, but <laughs> I'm a little excited. Yeah, yeah. Well, just think about when's the last time we got uh, maybe mentally insane diva wide receiver superstar from Oakland? Right, right, right. <laughs> you're exactly right. I mean, you're exactly right. And I mean, like I said, uh, they are head and shoulders above everybody. I mean, organizationally and team wise, right now. I mean, their wide receivers went from. You know, a question mark to make the best group <laughs> yeah. in the league. Yeah, that's a few months ago. People are like, oh, man, the Patriots have no wide receivers. I don't know. Uh, Brady's not going to want to be here. He's got no help. And now they're like, ah, shit, Tom Brady's got a lot of help over there this time. Yeah. Are you are you a guy that thinks Gronk's coming back after the bye? Are you one of those guys? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't either. I don't. I there are a lot of people who like back. I don't know which way to lean because it's fucking Gronk. Right. <laughs> Has anyone ever fucking know what this guy doing? Well, he dropped the accurate CTE today, so you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I don't know how to cure CTE. It's a guy Jesus. Jesus, Rob. Maybe you need to have Belichick behind you at all times to stop you from saying things. Right. Right. Right, Gronk was uh, he was fun though. Oh, and great guy! On on and off the field, just uh, to ever play the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I have to say that uh, the only one I can accept as an argument uh, to counter that is Tony Gonzalez because of the longevity. But Gronk, man, was just I I think he was the most physically dominating player the NFL has ever seen when he was in his prime. That guy, that guy was something else to watch. Oh yeah, the, with the uh, w- when you add in his blocking, that nobody really talks about. Like exactly, I thought that's where they would miss him the most is the run game, and I mean that that's kind of concerned too. I mean, they did. I mean, I guess they didn't really have to run it against Pittsburgh, but I mean, they didn't. They didn't get. They had, I was like, just gonna say the run. same thing. I was just gonna say the same thing. We could not get Sony moving. Uh, James White was really – he was looking uh, that he was running a little better than he has in the past for, like, the third down situations. Mm-hmm. He was looking like he was become more of a runner than uh, – he's, he's more just a pure receiver. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Gronk, I, that's definitely a big miss, especially now with David Andrews out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've always been able to just fill in at the line spot because, because of Dante Skarnecchia. Over there is the offensive line coach. There's nobody better. 
you know, it, it's definitely a loss. I, I do think the running game is going to be affected. And, you know, you could say, oh, they don't need to run. But, yeah, it helps. Well, New it New helps New to be able to New run. New England in November, December, and January it ain't fun to be slinging it every time. <laughs> exactly. That's – it's there's some times out here that those – you don't really know what the weather's going to be any fucking day right. in New England. No, it's what we like to say out here is if you don't if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how what's your outlook for the Steelers this year? I I don't think they're a bad team. I think we just actually beat up on one of the better teams in the AFC. I, I mean, week. I'm looking for something like ten and six, something like that, playoff berth. Um, you know, there's a lot of new pieces on that defense too. Um, we didn't really have a guy last week that they gave the the green dot to on defense, so the communication was terrible. The, again, that goes back to them trying to outthink themselves, having Mark Barron in there in certain situations, and then having Devin Bush in there in certain situations. I mean, you drafted Devin Bush to be in the middle of your defense for the next decade. Best there ever was. Yeah, yeah. The offense too. I mean, we got you. You got you got to run the football. Like you can't be on third and one. You can't be running shotgun and pitching it sideways. Like that play worked last year against Belichick. Do you think it's going to work two years in a row? Belichick, the master right. of film. You you can't run anything on him the the game after. He just and that's why he's the best coming out of halftime. Right. If he's down today, that's why we could. Not just because of Brady, but Belichick is great at, at re, re-game planning at the half. And you're right. You you do got to run the ball on 31. Every fucking team that does that pisses me off. It's one yard. Well, football's a fucking man's run. game. Man exactly. Off. Go behind it. Go through the fucking trenches where the game is won and lost. I can beat somebody up. Fucking hit. Put your helmet in there. Run, go, run north. Bang, first down, one yard. Fall forward. Right. And that you want, you want to fucking spread the field on first and ten, second, third and ten. Spread the field. But shit, when you get short quarters, man, just short, short yardage. Just let's fucking hit it home. Totally agree. Totally agree. I'm, I miss fullbacks. That's a. I mean, we got we got a two hundred forty pound <laughs> quarterback, and we need. Eight inches, but we're gonna run it seven yards backwards, four yards sideways to get one yard. Exactly. Look at uh, like uh, the Panthers last night. I actually didn't watch the game, but I heard a lot of a lot of people saying that like they weren't do do like those you know what he's good at, which is running the ball and hitting those short yardage. It was. It was. was, I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if. They're trying to, like, you know, avoid the hits to him or whatever, but that offense doesn't go if he's not a runner. It doesn't because he can't throw. Yeah, he no. Can't, he's not accurate. Yeah, he's not an elite passer yeah. at all. I I do got to wonder um, if Carolina is going to move on from Cam Newton at some point. I I I agree with you. 
I, 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 if he's not going to be what he was in that MVP season, I don't really know. I don't really think he's that more than an average quarterback. I, I mean, because he doesn't, he's not going to hit the, you know, he's not going to hit the 10 yard out consistently. He's not going to, you know, make the plays with his legs outside the pocket like he was doing. I just don't see how that how that works there. Yeah, I I don't either. And Rivera, I don't – I got a question mark there on how great of a coach that guy is. I, and, you know, you got to look at Newton's age, and then you look at the age of the two best players around him. And McCaffrey and DJ Moore, I think that 22 and 23 respectively, I just can't remember which was which. Um, and, you know, Newton's 31. Right. And he looks like he's past his prime. And I know he's taken a lot of hits because of his play style. And I, I know the body can't hold up forever. But, you know, I, I, I think he might want to get a, Maybe a quarterback, a similar quarterback to him. I know you can't get exactly Cam Newton, but you know, a quarterback with a similar type of play style that's just a little bit younger that you can really build and grow with McCaffrey. And you don't want these guys to get fed up yeah, no. with playing there with a subpar quarterback that's not utilizing them to the best of what they can be because then they're going to want to walk away from you. I think, I think you could even be fine with like a pocket passer, like. Run play action, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Like I, I feel like, you know, when you have a running back like and that's, that, I mean, get get him help. That's that's exactly the thing I was going to say. Is that with a guy like McCaffrey, as there is your big star. If you let Cam Newton go and you still have Christian McCaffrey, there is a lot of ways to build around a guy like Christian McCaffrey. That is a good fucking football player. Totally agree. Totally agree. Loved his dad in Denver. Think this kid's basically him, but with more talent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All, all the talent in the world. There. Yeah, I know he was a little shut down last night. I, I heard people complain about in fantasy. You know, I, that happens. Everyone's going to get stuffed sometimes. Well, this Thursday night I, football bullshit is just. I mean, game. I fucking awful. hate Thursday They're night. Awful. awful. Yeah, because the play got rested. And it's like one day of practice. You figure you figure Monday's probably film and treatment, Tuesday practice, and Wednesday's a walkthrough. Exactly. Exactly. There's look what so there's barely a game plan. There's hardly a rest. The players are still it, it sucks. And the fucking you know, I gotta work pretty fucking early in the morning. I, I can't really be staying up for 8.30 at night football games right. three nights a week, man. I, I totally agree. I I just can't. I, I If you're going to have these Thursday games, they need to be out of conference, out of divisional games, and they just are what they fucking are. You can't be having divisional games three days after you've been in 70 low-speed car wrecks. Yeah. <laughs> And you, you know what I think? I've been saying for a while, if they're going to keep this Thursday night football thing, then I got a better idea. Friday night yeah, yeah, I could do Friday night football would be so much better. 
I could do Friday, or I could do a doubleheader on Monday too, like the first week. I mean, I know that it's late on the ten thirty game. I get it. Yeah, you know, and I don't mind missing one of the games. When I'm, I'm missing, I, you know, like that that ten thirty game, the doubleheader. I might not stay up for that. I mean, I don't watch but, a lot you of know, West that's, Coast that's games right. anyway. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to watch all their games. Yeah. That's I don't. I I like to clue into uh, if I don't. If, my, if the Patriots aren't playing, then I have NFL Red Zone on. Me too. Me too. Until unless I find a game that I'm like, all right, yeah, you you don't fucking watch that whole thing. Yeah, I, I I'm it, a big Red Zone guy. I I, I can't watch I some of these Red other the regional fucking games, and you know it's always the same fucking teams on Fox too. It's always the Cowboys or the Panthers or the Packers, like. You know, I don't get to see the other teams anyway, so I really don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. The red zone really is. I mean, the, the no commercials thing is just <laughs> this. This is just football all the time. For sure, I bought I bought an extra TV just to have two of them on. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what we do. <laughs> And I pay for it on my phone. So when I go outside to smoke joints and fucking rip the ball and smoke butts, I can still watch it. Exactly. Exactly. Because it, if it's on and people are screaming in my house and I'm out here, then I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Got to get back in there. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> oh. So, uh, uh, who you got? Who the Steelers got this weekend? Seattle. I haven't looked at the schedule. Like Seattle at home this week. I, I feel like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna get the W this week. They they play well against NFC teams. They play well at home. I think they're gonna come out and get a win on Sunday. Yeah, and they need a bounce back game too. Yeah. After after that, after that loss, you you definitely need to come back. Well, here's with, the good with the bounce is, back game. If they lose, Steve, then. The traffic will be fucking super late Monday morning for me because all the people jumping off the fucking bridges. <laughs> no, that might screw up the traffic because there'll be fucking cops and ambulances picking up the bodies, man. Go in the river. Let the river sweep them away. Yeah, just let them go. This is what they want. Oh, this week, I mean, I couldn't even listen to the radio. I mean, like I said... I'm a realistic Steelers fan. I mean, what do you guys want, like 17 in a row up there? Something like that. And if you thought that, that yeah. was going to be anything but an L, then you're a fucking moron. Like, I don't want to talk to you about Steeler football. If you really thought that we are going to go up there at a place that we fucking played terrible at and get a win on banner racing night where a bunch of, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know what the fuck they were expecting. Did I expect them to look that bad? No, but I expected the Patriots to win handily, easily, by at least 10. I mean, that was my expectation, like a 24-14 to 14 game, maybe like a 31-17 like a game. Like, it wasn't going to be in doubt, but, you know, they played well enough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like I, like I said earlier, I – I don't think the Steelers are bad. I, I think we put on a show. That is a that is one of the better teams in the AFC, and that is an that's an above average defense. The Steelers have always been pretty good on defense. You got Joe Hayden in the secondary. Yeah, we weren't going against scrubs. We just 
Josh Gordon looked absolutely phenomenal. I love I, that kid. I hope, I hope that that kid is another one that gets it together because what he can do when he's right is, I mean, it's Moss. He's he's Moss like when he, you know, he's right. You know, I, yeah. He's just never been able to, to do it. So hopefully now he's got things figured out because he still has good years left in him. He does. He he actually still has, if he can get it straightened out, he's got enough time with his talent level to potentially leave like a, a lasting name for himself. Oh, I agree. In the NFL. I mean, that, 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 that 10-game streak that he had that one year was probably exactly. the most dominant wide receiver performance I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's up there. It's definitely up there for me. And, uh, you know, I... I look at how the way he ran those route, like that touchdown he had last week, he hurdled a guy that landed, juked another motherfucker, and then stiff armed a motherfucker to get in the end zone. Undeniable. <laughs> all, all of the. Yeah. Like, that was like, like literally, like three, five, five, ten yards, maybe, I guess. The three yards is a little, little short. I feel like an idiot for saying that. <laughs> but, you know, like, fuck, he does all that. To, just just get in the end zone. That's on one play. Yeah, and if, and That's, if he can run that route, I mean, he's uncoverable because he, he can blow right by you at any second. And now think about if we have Antonio Brown just streak down the sidelines. And you have Josh Gordon run that run that route over the middle, and he gets a step on his man. Well, you've draw, already drawn a double coverage to Antonio Brown. Josh Gordon's going to have the middle of the field right to himself. Oh, and I feel like Edelman's just going to catch 120 balls. I mean, oh my God, yeah, Edelman is going to. Edelman might be a force in this offense because he he was catching a good amount of balls last week right. too. I mean, he's going to get his eight balls or ten balls a week, and he's going to catch them. So. I love Julian Edelman. Where a lot of us on Twitter, uh, for whatever reason, to appease Julian Edelman, where um, I don't know who came up with this idea. I don't even think it was him, but we've all put pumpkins into our names. Is that what names. that is? Is that what that? Is? Yeah, that's that's why I have a pumpkin in my name on Twitter. For those of you who are wondering. Um. So. Yeah, I I think uh, that's all for tonight. Uh, good, good time talking to you, Paul. Absolutely, brother. I, you know, I, I, I was like at first, I was like, oh, fuck, another Patriots fan. Here we go. You know, when I hit the <laughs> button, but honestly, we're we're not too different. We got, you know, we got a lot in common. So it's been a great time, Steve. I mean, anytime you need something, you know, you can always reach out to me, buddy. I hope this takes off for you. Yeah, no, I absolutely enjoyed having you on, man. It was it was nice talking to you on here for the first time. And like, like you said, we definitely have a lot we can agree on. You're a real sports fan. I can say that about you. And that's what I want here on Slightly Biased is real sports fans, not fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thank you for coming out, everybody. This has been another edition of Slightly Biased. This has been uh, my buddy, Paul. Forget your Twitter handle. Steel Curtain P-E-H. He's another one of my good f- 
I bring you the best sports hit analysis I can find from all around the country because of them. Thank you for tuning in. Happy NFL season.